for taking us around the world and bringing things back here on Hard Facts in less than two minutes. What was the biggest story of January 2020? Can you believe it? We finally made it to the end of this year. Now, we've just started looking back on the year. Every day, we're going to look at one month. And uh, today, we're starting with January. Omar, <laughs> in a lot of ways, eh? January was the calm before the storm. And by the storm, of course, I mean COVID-19. Because remember, we didn't have our first case of COVID-19, our first confirmed case of COVID-19 until February, February 28th. So we, uh, <laughs> things were hot, hot, I tell you, hot, hot, hot. So I'm going to go through some of the biggest stories um, that we've covered here on Hard Facts um, back in January. I'm going to bring you updates and then I'll hear from you because I need you to tell me which stories you think were the biggest. Are you ready? Let's go. Takwa Bay. Let's start with Takwa Bay. Do you remember Takwa Bay? In January, we didn't have COVID in Lagos, like I said, but things were still hot. We had the Takwa Bay demolition. It was an operation by the Nigerian Navy called Operation Kurombe. The Navy demolished lots of coastal and island communities, including Takwa Bay. On Hard Facts, we covered that story wall to wall for you. We had a special report about it. We spoke to the Navy about it. We spoke to the communities about it. And some things about that story stood out for me. First of all, there was a lot of disagreement over the facts. So, for example, the Navy and the Lagos State Government kept saying that these communities were squatters and that they did not have any rights to the land. But the communities kept insisting that they were the legal owners of the land. We had a bale from the Takwa Bay area who came on Nigeria Info and claimed that as far back as World War II, the community was the one controlling the land and leasing some of it to the armed forces. Then we also had the lawyers that were telling us that even if the community were not the legal owners, as long as they've been on that land for a very long time, they now have rights. So there was this big unresolved question about whether or not the Navy was acting legally. And then there was the issue of vandalism. The Navy said that people in these communities were illegally siphoning product from pipelines and that that's why they demolished them. But the community leaders said you cannot punish the entire community for what a few people did. Why not arrest the vandals? And I pointed out at that time that there was no single arrest during the, the demolition. Now, there's an update from that story, nine days ago, the NPA handed over some of the seized land to the Navy to set up a forward operating base. And at that ceremony, uh, Rear Admiral, Admiral Tanko Pani spoke. He's the chief uh, staff officer of the Western Naval Command. And he said Operation Kurombe simply drove away criminals and their helpers who had, quote, besieged the area to steal petroleum products. 
And what about the displaced people? Well, many people are still sleeping in churches and mosques in Takwa Bay and the other communities. The Navy did not touch the places of worship or the school. Uh, they, they brought everything else down. So till today, lots of people are still sleeping in those buildings. And according to them, they still have to dodge the Navy. This happened in January. This is December. These are people who say they have nowhere else to go. And also, during the lockdown, these people received no palliatives. So that's the latest on uh, Operation Kurombe. Now, uh, 11 months later, what do you think of that story still? Do you think the Navy was in order at the time? Do you agree with their assessment and their actions? Or do you agree with the community leaders? What do you think about the aftermath of the demolition of Takwa Bay and all the other communities? And then, of course, if you don't think that Takwa Bay was the biggest story of January, tell me what you think was the biggest story of January. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts with me via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Now, some people, of course, will take a look at international um, um, uh, news stories like uh, the assassination of Soleimani and tell you that uh, that particular story probably was the biggest story of the year but uh, as far as Nigeria is concerned as far as Lagos is concerned perhaps not except for the part where um, if that had triggered off World War 3 uh, you know it, it may it may reach our side it, it for reach our side <laughs> but uh, we're glad that that resolved the way it did and we're going to take a look at that story when we take a look at big stories uh, globally but as far as Nigeria is concerned Lagos is concerned one of the biggest stories was Tarkov what was the biggest story in your opinion of January? We're, we're sticking to January now. January 2020 was the biggest story for you. 99.3. Hello. Uh, sorry about that. Call back if you can. 0700-993-993-993. Are you in Takwa Bay today? Were you one of the people who was affected by um, that demolition? Did you have to move away as a result of that demolition? What were your thoughts at the time while this was all going on? Hello? Sorry about that. Call back. Hello? President Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. Yeah. Takwa Bay is under which uh, local government? I have no idea at the moment. Do you know? Tell me. Um, I know because during the election, one of the people that come to your station then when that thing was happening... They said how they bring their water equipment, they come and vote, they do all these things. Government is for the people, right? How come the local government, even the state government itself, did not step in? You just say because of the bad, few bad eggs, those uh, people who try siphon fuel or whatever, then displace the whole community. Then I used to see those children who cross, you know, boats to come to school. There was a time even they have a boat, uh, uh, this thing, how many children died then? The state government and the local government supposed to go and give these people some um, uh, cover, maybe build a place temporary for them. But you now you are telling us that some of them are sleeping in the church and in the mocks. Since then now, uh, I hear when uh, MPSA will give them other 18 acres of whatever they give to the Navy. 
The other day we hear, oh no, it's um, um how do they call that those uh, places they build near the river? Um, where they go and relax, all these big men. Say, oh, that is why they are doing that. Tomorrow now you see they allocate those lands to them to themselves. So the local government should come and the state government should come to the aid of those people. And thank you for all your concern. Thank you, President Sandra. All right. Thanks for calling us, Christopher. I did a quick Google search. Antakwa Bay is in Iru, Victoria Island, LCDA. 99.3. Hello. Sorry about that. Please call back if you can. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. How are you doing, sir? Good evening. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, this is Odedeyi. I'm calling from Agbado. Welcome, Odedeyi. Um, on this uh, Takwa Bay issue, mm. I think uh, it, it's quite unfortunate that uh, we have our government in Nigeria. Uh, you know, government, I believe, should be about the people. People, how you can make life easy for the people what you can do to alleviate the sufferings of the people, what you can do to provide social security to the people. But we see most decisions that are taken by government. Just, they, they will just go to a settlement, demolish it, go to market, demolish, you know, and say maybe those people are not there. They don't have the, the, the right to the land. They don't have the right to the market. You know, what about the people, what becomes of those people? Shouldn't we think about that first before we take such decisions? That what becomes of these people, even if they have no right? Because we have situations in, in uh, other crimes where they, even those who do not have employment, the governments of such nations provide something for them. Those who are homeless, Government provides some accommodation for them to go, uh, you know, so that they they will live a decent life and they will not be tempted to go into crime. So why don't we have a situation in Nigeria where we think about the the people that what is going to be their lot if we take this decision? Eh? Earlier I was uh, listening to you when you were talking about a uh, market being demolished mm. and they, do, they were just giving excuses about mm. the reason. What about how will these people survive? That should be the paramount thing. Okay, you want to take over the land. Why, okay, why don't you now provide alternative? Why don't you now look for a settlement? Why don't you now look for somewhere where you can resettle these people? You just leave them. You just you just ban them to 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 the Philistines. You know, they can wherever they would like. They let them go to. And if these people now go into criminal actions later, you won't say that it is your action that has pushed them into it. You will say they have to face the law squarely. So I want to appeal to government officials to so please consider what the plight of those people whose life would be would be severely affected when they take some decisions let them look at what what will, what will happen to them let them not just be take these aquabe people that are still in the sleeping in churches and mosques mm. let's look for a way to reset to them it's never too late let's look for a way to get these people out of those uh, churches and mosques and find decent accommodation for them 
God bless you. Bless you as well. Thank you so much for calling us. If you just joined the show, we're doing a review of the year 2020 and long before COVID-19 and NSARS, there was Takwa Bay. We're taking a look at the big stories month by month. Today, we're doing January. Uh, a lot happened in January, uh, but one of the biggest things that happened in January was Takwa Bay. The Navy demolished a lot of coastal and island communities, including Takwa Bay. We covered that story on Hard Facts quite a lot. We covered it wall to wall for you. We had special reports about it. We spoke to the Navy. We spoke to the ballet of Takwa Bay. We spoke to activists who live in Takwa Bay. If you search uh, Hard Facts, the podcast, you will actually be able to listen to several episodes that we did on that subject matter. And and you, you look at the facts of the story surrounding Takwa Bay and um, there was a lot of disagreements over the facts. The Navy, for example, and the Lagos state government kept saying that the communities were squatters and that they did not have any rights to the land. But the communities insisted that they were the legal owners of the land, that they've been there for more than 100 years. An argument that um, uh, lawyers... Um, agreed with, aligned with. The Bale came on Nigeria Info, cried when he was on air on Nigeria Info, talking about how they've had that land, these lands, as far back as World War II. Can you imagine that? They said as far back as World War II, the community controls the land, leased some of it to the armed forces. So there was this big unresolved question about whether or not the Navy was even acting uh, uh, legally. And then there was the issue of vandalism. The Navy said people in these communities, not just Takwa Bay, also neighboring communities, were illegally siphoning products from pipelines. That's why they demolished them. Community leaders said, Nalai, you cannot punish the entire community for what a few people did. Why not arrest the vandals? And I remember pointing out at that time that there was no single arrest during the demolition. Now, when I was introducing the story, I brought you an update from nine days ago. Nine days ago, the NPA handed over some of the seized land to the Navy to set up a forward um, operating base. During the ceremony, uh, Rear Admiral Tanko Pani spoke. Rear Admiral Tanko is the chief uh, officer of the Western um, Naval Command. And he said that Operation Kurombe, which is what they called uh, the, the operation at the time that cleared these waterside communities, uh, he said Operation Kurombe simply drove away criminals and their helpers who had, quote, besieged the area to steal petroleum products. I also told you that uh, the people who were displaced, a lot of them are still displaced. A lot of them are still sleeping in churches and mosques in Takwa Bay and in other communities as well. The Navy did not touch places of worship or schools, uh, but they brought down everything else. So till today, you still have lots of people sleeping in those buildings. And according to them, they still have the, uh, to dodge the Navy. People who say that they have nowhere else to go. And during the lockdown, during the whole brouhaha about palliatives, they did not receive any palliatives. 
11 months later, what do you think? Do you think the Navy was in order? Do you agree with their assessment and their actions? Do you agree with the community leaders? What do you think about the aftermath? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. We will uh, take a few calls, then take a break, a really long break. 99.3, hello. Hello. How are you, sir? What's your name? I'm fine. I'm Oluwa Tosun by name. Welcome, sir. Yeah. You see, the problem we're having in Nigeria here is the the rich wants poor to, to suffer. Because if those people could have acquired this land before or is it, is it before the World War II and the navies couldn't get the land from them since, so why now that people are now residing there, people that have nowhere to go, people that have no home, that are staying there, you just went there to to break down everywhere. Now telling people that they are vandalizing, uh, they are doing, they are vandalizing uh, patrol there. That's unfair. The rich are just making sure that the the, the less privileged are suffering here in Nigeria. We don't have government. If it is a country where government, this can never happen. They are torturing the less privileged. They are torturing those that have no money to survive. Thanks for calling us. 99.3, hello. Hello. How are you, sir? What's your name? Good evening. My name is Ahmad. Welcome. Good evening. Uh, I'm coming from, I'm calling from Lagos Island. Good, Welcome. Uh, I just want to say thank you to the caller before the last caller. Okay. Uh, all that uh, he has said, the man was on point. Sandra, I think government should be about people. Why do they like, you know, uh, uh, making us suffer? I have people who are living, I mean, who were living in that area before, but now I don't think they are there anymore. Okay. I don't know, because it shouldn't be like that. I'm calling from Lagos Island, like I said, mm-hmm. time grows precisely. Okay. Where I'm calling from is uh, a market. There are two markets there. There's one called New Market, uh, Gross, uh, New Sandros Market and Old Sandros Market. They have, the government has demolished the old Sandros Market about four or five years ago. Hmm. You need to come to this market. They have not erected a single structure. Till now, that place there, Lion Palu, so had it been there that they are demolishing these places, they are building you no know, structures on it, and you know, the masses are you know, benefiting from it. It should have been better, but that is not the case. So that is what pains me no more. Go to Jankara. Jankara has been demolished about 10 years, 11 years ago. So there, nothing is happening. Same thing for Uluwali, very close to um, um, Lagos Central Mosque. That place has been turned to um, a car parking now. So I don't know. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, because we have a long break coming up, let me tell you as well that um, another big story from January was the Human Rights Watch report. Every January, 
uh, HRW gives a report on the human rights situation in the previous uh, previous year, country by country. And the Nigeria report, <laughs> remember, it made a lot of headlines in January, 11 months ago. I talked about it on Hard Facts with a representative of the Committee for the Defense of Human Rights, CDHR. So let's bring it back, right? Let's talk about some of the points that they made, shall we? So the report uh, talked a lot about insecurity in the North and how Boko Haram and other illegal groups were violating human rights. And the report tried to pinpoint the reasons why they were so successful. And one thing they pointed to was the army's new super camp uh, strategy. Remember the super camps? Basically, the army withdrew its personnel from many of the posts and barracks in the north and concentrated them in a few heavily fortified camps, mostly in the big cities, in the biggest cities. That way, the soldiers cannot be ambushed and cannot be overrun. But according to HRW, the downside was the rural areas were now unprotected and exposed. And in that interview in January, I remember asking the question, could this switch to super camps lead to an increase in kidnappings and, uh, and other crimes in the rural areas? This was in January. And now here we are in December, hearing, with the, hearing about the horror that's happening in Katsina. By the way, according to that report, Boko Haram killed at least 405 children last year and kidnapped at least 105 others. Those are sobering numbers. And yet in one day this month, over 333 children have gone missing. We have an update about that, by the way. Parents of the uh, children at Kankara are, um, uh, are talking to the media about the report that 15 of their children have been found. And uh, they're, they're questioning the validity of those reports. The parents noted that they gathered early this morning to identify uh, those that were said to have been rescued yesterday, but no student was brought in by the police for identification so far. Meanwhile, we have the Deputy Commissioner of Police who doubles as the Commandant uh, Intelligence Response Unit of the Nigeria Police Force, Abakiari, and his team conducting routine investigations across the school. But they declined comment when Cool FM uh, got in touch with them. That's our sister station in Kano, when they got in touch with them uh, for comment in Kano. So what do you think about these uh, things that uh, the Human Rights Watch uh, said about insecurity in the North as far back as January? What do you think about that report singling out super camps? Seriously, what do you think about all of that? And what do you think was the biggest story of 2020? Don't forget, I'm still asking that question because I've picked two stories so far. There's more coming, but I'm sure you remember some things that happened in 2020 and you're going to tell me about it. You have a, a big break coming up to use and think about it anyway. But let's squeeze in uh, one message from WhatsApp at least. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Chooks Nikeja says, Sandra, I can't wait for the full story to be told. That thing that happened in Chakwa Bay was simply a land grab, full stop. Please keep ex exposing the injustices in Lagos and Nigeria. All right, let's take that break. 
We'll be right back. You are listening to your number. 5.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Welcome back. Quite a marathon there. 0700-993-993-993. What was the biggest story of January 2020? I told you that Takwa Bay happened in that month. And uh, in that month, uh, we had the Nigerian Navy demolish a lot of coastal and island communities. I also told you that the Human Rights uh, Watch... Uh, release their report for January. They re- they release a report every January, actually. And the Human Rights Watch report um, uh, takes a look at the human rights situation uh, in the previous year, country by country. And the Nigeria report made a lot of headlines, some agreeing, some disagreeing. It talked a lot about the insecurity in the North. And that's where we stopped before the break. And my question is what you think about the things that uh, the Human Rights Watch report had to say about insecurity in the North and the operations of Boko Haram. What do you think about uh, the report singling out the super camp strategy as possibly an error that gave too much ground to Boko Haram? And what do you think was the biggest story of, of uh, January 2020 as we do our review of the year 2020? 0700 We have about three minutes before we have to take another break. I know, I know. They pay me too. They pay me joy. But let's take your calls now. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello, good evening. Good evening. What's your name? Oh, sorry. Please, I want to remain anonymous. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Oh, sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? My name is Francis Metinian. Welcome, Francis. Yes, I'm calling right from Ikeda Ekoroduye. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I'm a victim of the Takwa Bay Show. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a victim, a big victim. I even talked in Chanel that very particular time. Hmm. Uh, I want to let you know that that Takwa Bay, the hmm. Navy demolished hmm. and took over. Hmm. I will tell you right now that the Navy are positioned there. They are making money. Even with still the pipeline, they are still making their money. Even as I'm talking to you, they've taken over the beach. They are the one putting boys there to collect money right now. Collect money for what? What's the money being used well, for? Okay. It's for their pocket because that is that is a beach where everybody comes. Okay. They put boys in the in, in that beach. Okay. They are, collect, they are the ones collecting the money. Okay. And embezzling the money. Okay. Things, things are still happening there since they even demolish and pursue us there. So you're 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 claiming that uh, we're still people uh, people are still um, stealing crude oil there. The, the pipeline work is still going on. You can make your secret findings. They said it's we that were saying there that were demolishing and destroying things there. Mm-hmm. But many people are no more there. But if you find out, do your findings. Mm-hmm. They are still working there in the pipeline. I see. Still, we are no more. We are no more there. I see, but yeah. there are, but there are people who are still there um, who are, are living in incomplete bu- incomplete buildings. Yeah, they don't have where to go. Takwa Bay is where people stay for years. 
People mm. have said they don't have somewhere to go. They take it as their own, their village. They mm. take it as their own origin. Mm. When this thing happened in emergency, where are you going to go? Many have died. If mm. I come for you, the people I know, more than like 10, 15 have died because of this process. Wow. I'm sorry. I, I'm terribly sorry that um, you, you experienced what you did back in January. But how have you been? It's been 11 months. How have you been? How did you cope? How did you survive? Myself, I just tangled. For myself, I tangled because my family was outside for, for months. But thank God, I'm coping. I'm coping. All right, then. I'm coping. And some others are coping. And many are suffering. Many are packed down to their home, different home. And many even still packed down to the same type of day where there is no house. Okay. Many are packed down there again. And they are still shading them up and down. God doesn't have anywhere to go. It's a serious issue. It's a serious matter. Tomorrow, that is why they say insurgency, insecurity. Tomorrow, if some people go and build something there that they are rich men, they are rich people, and we have children that experience this very thing. And at the end of the tomorrow, if they carry arms and pursue them, they will say insurgency because we lost every of our things. She did, my daughter was weeping and crying when this thing happened. She was, she was 14 years when this thing happened and some other many people. They are doing wrong things as far as I'm concerned. They are doing many, many wrong things in the state, in the country. 